0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 1, Part 2 of Snatched, a Gay Times original podcast. Each week, we'll be discussing all things Drag Race related, spilling the tea on some of the most iconic moments in our history, and hearing from some of the most legendary past contestants. For those of you who have been listening to Snatched, you'll know by now that my name is Sam dachness and I am the associate editor of Gay Times. And I'm also joined by...
1: Oh. I don't think (laughs) I need any introduction at this stage. (laughs) Well, that breathtaking
0: voice is our very own fashion queen, Uma Sawa, who is the fashion editor at
1: Gay Times. I mean, when it comes to the world of drag, the conversation never stops. The teapot is always brewing and stewing. Bing-bang-bonging, and I'm excited to look back at some chaotic moments. You know me, I love the chaos, the drama, the conflama, I mean... But what are we waiting for? Uma, are you ready to sing Sang song? I'm ready to ding-dang-dog. I'm ready. I'm
0: ready. On this week's episode of Snatched, we will be asking the following question... What constitutes a great and iconic lip-sync? We'll be looking back at the tricks, flips, and kicks of past SmackDowns, and speaking with one of the most sickening entertainers from Drag Race, Season 2 and All Stars 2 alum and lip-sync assassin, Tatiana. Umar, as we all know, the lip-sync segment is probably the most anticipated moment of any Drag Race episode, right? I mean, we've had a few duds and quite a few iconic showdowns in Drag Race's ever-expanding history. I mean, do you get as excited as me when the queens face off at the end.
1: I do. I mean, when RuPaul says, lip sync for your life, I mean, it still sends a chill down my spine. And it is a matter of life and death to a degree in that moment. So yeah, I still love a lip
0: sync. Me too, Uma. Me too. It's like, you know an X Factor where they have a bottom two and it's quite exciting This is nothing like that, because it's so much better. It's so (laughs) much better. Like, like, ah, God, it's just like, it's the best part of the episode, right? So you and I, Umar, before we did this podcast, we did some drag-related detective work, didn't we? And decided that there are six important steps that are important to tick off in order for a lip sync to be iconic and cement its place in the Drag Race Lip Sync Hall of Fame. So do you want to take it away with our first step, Umar?
1: Hmm. I feel like we definitely were a detective Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> but the drag equivalent. Um yes. So I think we're all in agreement. A good lip sync starts with the song. The song. Thank you. The Uma. song. Yeah. I mean, it's important <laughs> <welcome>. for the.
0: Thank <laughs> you. Think really. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's important for the song to be good. You know. I've got a few examples here, all right? So, Sorry Not Sorry was a great lip sync, right? Big Bop. Bop, Demi Lovato, pop anthem, upbeat, you know, current, gay as hell. Range. Range. You know, we want to see something catchy, you know, something that the queens can do some stunts to. I think it has to be kind of
1: relevant and current in a way. It has to have, like, a rise, and a fall, and a middle, and a crescendo. Like, it has to be, like, any good storytelling, it has to take you there in step-by-step motion. And I think that all depends on the musical arrangement. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you take any pop girl
0: right now in our current, you know, musical landscape, you know, the Rihannas, the Gargas, the Pinks, <laughs> you know, the the Nicki Minaj's, you know, you can take any song out of their discography and it will make a great lip sync. But, and this is not me saying that it has to be a pop girl, right? It doesn't have to be a pop girl, but it has to have a bop element to it. For example, I'm going to throw a throwback your way, Uma. Do you remember Jiggly Caliente versus Willem? Two fierce, sickening queens, right? Great performance skills. Pam Tillis. They're going to put Me Vida Loca by Pam Tillis in there. I mean, what even is that? gonna make them
1: do a country bop you've lost me i mean (laughs) me vida loca i'm out no (laughs) i think country music unless it's dolly parton with a bit of jolene a working nine to five or something with a jingle and a jangle i think country music is a no from me at this stage and do you know what? I'm gonna give a
0: warning to whoever is listening out there that this might be ignorance on our part, right? When it comes to country music, because I was about to, I was about to agree with you and go, yeah, if it's Johnny Parton, Schneider Twain, or you know, early Taylor Swift, and that is gonna sound so country like ignorant.
1: But yeah, what about the Casey Musgroves of the world? Don't oh be, yeah, don't be cancelling them out, honey.
0: Oh, I mean, true. have we had a Casey
1: Musgrove song? I'm not sure, but no.
0: But then the, the Casey Musgrove song, I was gonna like put up for nomination would be High Horse, which isn't even, like, that country. I think what I'm trying to say is, I think the song has had to have been popular in the past, right? It has to have, like, made it on the charts. I know that sounds so superficial, surface level, but we need to be bopping with them.
1: Yeah, we have to sing along. I think when the song is right, it just, it puts you... In, like, that hypothetical element where, like, you you would be like, oh, if I was on the stage, I would do it that way. And then it's just all interactive, isn't it? So I think you ain't going to get that with a, a, a Mavida loca Unless it's Ricky Martin, Live a Mavida Loca, but I'm there for it.
0: Yeah, well, which they did do in All Stars 5. It was um, Evie Oddly versus um, India Ferrer. Were you tuning in?
1: I was tuning in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was buffing along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, I feel like if a song isn't a chart-topping hit, it needs to be a song that can kind of be reinvigorated. You know, it needs a reintroduction to audiences. So, for example, you know, Denali versus Kamora Hall in season 13 to 100% Pure Love by Crystal Waters.
1: That... Oh, loved it.
0: Yeah, see, there's some queens out there who can turn a song that isn't very mainstream... Well, I think it was, like, top ten in the US, but it didn't chart over here. And make fans love it. Like, I've had it on rotation since that moment.
1: And also, um, there was a song that I think Cracker and Cameron Michaels did, and it was called Nasty Girl. Oh, Um, yeah! That was um, an archival (laughs) moment that piques my interest so... I mean, the power of the Rue stage, it can get people's streaming figures up. So, sometimes yeah. it works in the opposite direction.
0: True. But then, after seeing Miss Cracker and Kennedy Davenport lip-sync to Reba McIntyre, Fancy, were you streaming that afterwards? No, I
1: was not. But then also, a little Drag Race knowledge that I might have with, oh, <laughs> with are you that gonna, one. Are you, okay, okay. Because um, apparently that Reba McIntyre song is a drag... um, It's not not a a feared drag race lip-sync song. But a lot of the queens don't like it because it's so lyrical and wordy. And I think maybe that's... Going back to our topical point of the song, that's another another critique. It can't be too wordy.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh God, Uma, this is one thing that I'm never going to forgive drag race for, right? You're going to... Introduce the topic of you know the the new way of lip sync assassins coming in for All Stars Five, which I'm so excited about. And you're gonna bring back Kennedy Davenport, the dancing diva of Texas, the kick at the flip of the splitter, and you're gonna make her do a country song, Reba motherfucking McIntyre. No, 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 no.
1: I no. Ah, uh, out. Done. Well, can't. The producers need to be fired because how can you <laughs> have a moment like Raw and just see quintessential Ken- Kennedy Davenport and then give her a B.B. A B- B- not even a B.B. Rexer song it was a <laughs> Reba McIntyre song yeah. I mean
0: cancelled also do you remember when Kennedy lip synced against Jasmine Masters to I Was Gonna Cancel by Kylie Minogue I mean out of all the Kylie fucking Minogue songs out there she's been going for what for th- 30, 40
1: years and they chose that one mm-mm Absolute no, no. To be quite Game honest in. with you. Well, continuing with our magic lip sync formula, do you want to reveal the second point of a good lip sync kiss?
0: Thank <laughs> you for that wonderful <laughs> intro, Mark. Yeah, So our <laughs> second step is stunts. Oh, right, stunts. Stunts. So over the years, we've seen a lot of stunts. Right. We we've seen a lot. Um. We've and this seen is not stunts. Yeah. This is not just for the kicks, the flips, the splits. I mean, there has been some iconic ones. I mean, Morgan versus Sonique, Two of Hearts in season two. Do you remember that one?
1: Two of Hearts <laughs> beat as one. I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> but then I think in that moment, we saw stunts go into overdrive <laughs> when yeah. Sonique was flipping. <laughs> she...
0: Just, it wasn't epic a little bit too much. <laughs> it was an acrobatic extravaganza,
1: <laughs> honest to God. It was like I don't know what you would call that. It was like <laughs> an absolute storm. So I think again with the stunts, what do you think that constitutes as? Do you think that is choreography? Do you mm-hmm. think that's using a prop or like what do you what what makes a good stunt in your eyes? <sighs>
0: So I think it has to be, a mi- it's a mixture, right? So it can be your dancing prowess, you know? It can be little things you do. Like, for example, in, I'm going to bring it back to Denali versus Kamora, just because I love that one so much. In the song, you know, when, like, bells are ringing, Denali just did, like, a little bell kind of, like, action, which went mm. well with the music. And then also in Manila Luzon versus Delta Work to MacArthur Park. Uh, <gasps> the cake. Oh, the cake. Well, no. <laughs> Are you was talking about like cake? Delta work went like pulled up her bracelet? Do you remember that? when she? Do you remember that bit? You know when she she was singing to her bracelet? Do you, do
1: you remember that? Was it her? Because bra- I thought she was. I thought she was holding a cake. Because <laughs> she was like, I would never be able to bake it. No, 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 no.
0: So she she took her <laughs> bracelet off, and she was like, she was like holding up her bracelet as if, as if it was a cake or like a oh, crown or something. Oh my god! And she was singing to it. <laughs> I
1: thought she got a real cake out of her boob. I was was raising it in the air. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I feel like I rewrote history in my mind with that
0: one. So, obviously, the most iconic part of that lip sync is Manila's facial expressions. Oh, yeah. When she went absolutely crazy. So that's what I would consider a stunt, right? Yeah. So, like, she was... MacArthur Park is just such a crazy song, because the song is about
1: a cake. Maybe that... is, Is that how you got... That's how my reference and visuals got mixed up there with the cake. But yeah, (laughs) with facial expressions. I mean, it can be a subtle thing like that that could be stunt worthy. I mean, even Detox with the moving jaw. And even Aja and Kimura on Holding Up for a Hero, which is one of my favourite all-time iconic dramatic songs. Because when you listen to that song, it's hysteria at its finest. And even with... You know, like the facial expressions and spinning into um, a split. I think with stunts, you've just got to marry the emotion and the movement with the song you're given. So I see a theme going on here where the song Mm -hmm. trickles into the stunts. It's very true. And no, again,
0: like going off what you said with detoxes, mouth movements. The important thing with stunts though is to not repeat them so often, right? So, because in Detox's first lip sync with the mouth jiggle wiggle, it was like a gag. It was like, oh my God, look what Detox can do with her mouth. And then when it got to the end, when she was competing against Jinx uh, to Malambo number one, I think it was, when she did her mouth stunt, Michelle looked at her like, oh, yeah, we've seen eye it. Eye roll. Like, eye roll. And... There's also a lip-sync with Cynthia Lee Fontaine and Peppermint to music. Do you remember that? We first saw Peppermint's lip-sync assassin skills at play here. Do you remember?
1: It was in the robot movements.
0: It was Madonna Runway. And she was in the classic pink one that was inspired by um, Marilyn Monroe. I got it. See, like, Cynthia was pulling out splits and kicks, right? And there was one bit where she jumped into a split. And it was just so anticlimactic because Peppermint was killing it. Every single beat every single part of the song she was smashing it so it proves sometimes stunts actually aren't all that if
1: you can just entertain with the song feel the song also you can tell when rupaul absolutely loves a song and is really into a song that resonates with his youth or his heyday i don't know because he starts singing along as well so i feel like that's Mm -hmm. when the stakes are a little bit higher. Where if you are throwing stunt after stunt and not vibing or even at least showing 30 seconds worth of mouth movement, then you might have just lost the game. Yeah, exactly. So, step
0: three. I think it kind of, like, ties into stunts, right? I'm going to let you do the introduction because we're doing a little... Back
1: and forth here. Yeah. So, what, what's the three? I mean, yes. So, we've got the song, we've got the studs, and now all we need is the reveals. The reveals. I
0: mean, reveals. when you think of reveals, right, what is the top one that comes
1: to your head? I mean, it starts with rose and it ends with petals extravaganza (laughs) honey yeah yeah (laughs)
0: sasha velour versus shea culet i mean i think out of every single reveal we've ever seen on drag race this is still the one that it's the go-to right it's the pinnacle it's the it's the reveal
1: it's basically the reveal that put reveals on the map and then also told every queen in history you can never top it so don't try True. I would say it's the one that put it on the map, though. Well, I, I feel like that particular reveal... Do you want to fight me? Come oh, on. you know I'd win. Oh, that's that's <laughs> a bonus question. Who would win the lip sync smackdown between me and you? I think we all know the
0: answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, carry on. This shit, carry on. Yeah, so I wouldn't say it put it on the map. I would say it kind of reinvigorated the whole reveal shindig but where it started really was Alyssa versus roxy right whip my hair Mm,
1: that double wig moment i mean we've all used that gif of michelle haven't we though yes the handkerchief finger wave Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) i mean i feel like that one was the first big reveal we've seen on drag race that made us gag But Sasha versus Shay was the one that kind of turned everything upside down. Because after that, it was just reveal after reveal after reveal.
1: Yeah. And then I think also the stakes were high when it came to Sasha's reveal. Because it was a live audience. It was the first... Was it the first time when it was, like, an actual smackdown for The Crown? Yeah, the first ever lip-sync smackdown, yeah, season nine. So it just changed the game. It changed the competition where it's, like it all rides on that final moment. And actually, it rides on you being a performance queen. So, you go on. You go, girl. You go, Sasha.
0: And we're not saying that a reveal absolutely makes an iconic lip sync. We're just saying it kind of helps if the reveal is good. Because after this reveal we had the season 10 Lip Sync Smackdown where, J- Uma, do you remember every top four finalists came onto the stage in something that looked like it could be revealed? They, they were all in, like, box outfits. They... And, like, it was, like, so obvious it was going to be a reveal. Do you remember, like, them all just stood there?
1: <laughs> they all looked like... <laughs> <laughs> <they> <laughs> Transformers! I don't know where they were going. They looked, they looked like <laughs> they wrapped themselves in every piece of fabric. Yeah, and The reveals weren't that <laughs> spectacular because you had dead butterflies... On the stage, you had a confetti cannon that was okay. (laughs) And I don't know what Silky... I don't know what Silky did. I can't remember. But it was too much. It was too chaotic. And it wasn't... With the reveal, it's all about the execution. It's the element of surprise that you don't know it's coming. But when you have Silky Nutmeg Ganache (laughs) wrapped up like the Abominable (laughs) Snowman, it's like,
0: girl, (laughs) put it away. Yeah, I agree. Like, Sasha's just came out of nowhere. And the, the the reason why that was such a gag-worthy stunt, reveal, whatever we want to call it, uh, it kicked Shay out of the competition. And at that point, yeah. Shay was the front runner. So that stunt plus kicking Shay out was the real... That's how it made such an iconic lip-sync. But there have been some reveals afterwards that did do well. Do you remember Latrice versus Monique to Sissy that walk?
1: That was, that was momentum. That was a momentous one. And
0: I also feel like we should add here with a reveal. Um, this goes for not just like outfits or or rose petals or butterflies for wigs, right? Don't take off. Right. I think we've seen throughout Drag Race history, right? Don't take off the wig if there ain't a
1: wig underneath. When, who was it? Was it Chanel in season one? Um, Her massive buffon wig fell off it, and she carried on. It was like, oh my God, like. This is, like, drag madness, but we're all here for it. I just think now, when we've seen RuPaul's literal face drop into aggression mode every time he sees a wig being ripped off, I just think from now on, don't do it. Yeah. Uh,
0: Fun fact about that Chanel lip sync. So, she admitted afterwards that she did that on purpose uh, to to, to create drama, make it stunt-worthy and all that. Yeah. Oh
1: my God. Say nothing is, nothing is what it seems. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once yep. the reveal is done, <laughs> I think the next step is emotion.
0: Yeah. And I think this doesn't just mean sadness, right? I think it also means happiness, to be honest, because I'm going to start with a happy one, right? Dina Ritz versus The Princess to This Will Be, right? Oh that was one God. of the most joyous lip syncs we've ever Ever seen and when Dida was happy on the stage, we were happy.
1: <sighs> All I remember from that moment, Latrice, what did she say? She's like, This, this is high drag. drag. This, this is, is high, high yeah. <laughs> drag. And I was like, Yes, this is yeah. high drag. <laughs> this is <laughs> high, <laughs> high happiness, high yeah. emotion. And it was just like when she was in her element, and when she did that, um, the leg shuffle, you she was in her element, like everyone had, everyone had left the stage, like it was all eyes on her and we love to see that yeah
0: and the thing is i don't even think your outfit really matters when it comes to lip syncs because she was stood there on that stage looking like a drag warrior you know she looked like (laughs) she just come from like i need to insert some kind of mad max reference here because she looked she literally looked like she was from the franchise right she had this gold armor on and this really weird like fringy wig, but she still turned it out to, like, a really happy, soulful pop song.
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. So when it comes to actual sadness... Sadness. You can't have happiness if you don't know what sadness is. Wow. That was (laughs) beautiful. What comes to mind is the ultimate tears on the stage for me, Raven versus Jujubee, of dancing on my own. I mean... The tears were flowing. There was just something iconic about that moment. It was beautiful to see two queens just throw down the gauntlets. Gauntlet, was it? I don't know what the word is. Gauntlets. <laughs> gauntlet. Gauntlet,
0: the gauntlet. Like the Infinity Gauntlet from Marvel. The, the, whatever that is, <laughs> they dropped it. <laughs> yeah.
1: They dropped it and just hugged each other. And it was like, we're just yeah. queer sisters in this moment. And... I love that song as well, Robin dancing on my own. Um, oh to... we, well,
0: I feel like that song every every single person relates to that. Just stood there in a the club dancing on the road and seeing the guy be like, "Get off of somewhere
1: oh else. Oh god, god. <laughs> god, honey, this is about lipsticks, not about your tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Oh god, I'm feeling some type of way. I can't on. <laughs> <laughs> to pull it together. But then again, that's the power of emotion. It gets emotive yeah. responses. So. Well, let's not forget one of the
0: most iconic emotional lip sync smackdowns, and that was Latrice Royale versus Kenya Ooh. Michaels to Aretha Franklin's You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. Okay, so this one. Latrice took us to church, didn't she? Right, she, she embodied Aretha's words. Every single syllable. Mm. You know, she stood there with her baby bump, and she was, oh God, so emotional.
2: Kenya, totally on, on the other hand...
0: Dr- <laughs> She took us inside the pages of a Stephen King novel. <laughs>
1: that was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Girl, but you know those memes where it's like, explain this to a straight person? <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, if you, <laughs> if yeah. you just even put that to pen to paper and was like, there was a pregnant drag queen <laughs> singing an Aretha pregnant song. Oh and there God. was a tiny... <laughs> <laughs> Kenya, Kenya <laughs> Michaels, who's literally, like, comes up to her knee doing cartwheels. You just couldn't write it. I think that was at a stage of drag race, especially the early seasons where everything was kind of like the first time someone did it. So you had that wow factor. It had never been done before. And mm. Latrice knows high drag. So I'm yeah. not surprised she gives a high performance when it's called for. I mean, the way Kenya pranced
0: around that stage with her humongous (laughs) baby bump, with the biggest smile on her face, it was like Pennywise the Clown had come to life on the Drag Race stage. (laughs) She needed to rein it in. She needed to rein that in. So again, what we're kind of saying here is, I think if, to make an iconic lip sync, right, if if the song's emotional, if the song's happy, feel that emotion, right? If you're doing something polar opposite like Kenya Michaels wants to, you make me feel like an agile woman. Sorry, honey, you're... You've got a sachet away. It's not gonna sashay rise up the ranks.
1: Uh Once we've conquered emotion, I think we need to conquer the high stakes of oh. the lip sync. Yeah. And when I say stakes, I mean putting rivalry, competition, drama mm. on that stage.
0: Yep, yep, yep. So, I think one of the earliest instances we had of this was Sharon Needles versus Fifi... 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 Fifi, <laughs> Fifi. Fifi. <laughs> <laughs> versus Fifi O'Hara to raiding men. Oh, rip off the roof. Yeah. And take it there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all season long, we had witnessed this immense rivalry, right? And I don't think that's still been... I don't think anything is usurped that as, like, the most iconic rivalry in Drag Race history yet. Um, so seeing these queens face off every week, you know, go back to Party City when you belong, tie ass showgirl, you know, it, we've had some iconic feuds between them. To see it
1: come down to this one performance. Oh! It was just satisfying. It was like, that is when... Like, that is the epitome of putting blood, sweat, and hatred on that stage. <laughs> letting each other have it and letting the audience have it. And we saw that as well with Alyssa versus Coco with Ooh. Cold-Hearted Snake. S- Snake. Which I thought loops back to point one, the song. Cold-Hearted Snake was the perfect lyrical song to yeah. narrate it was their feud. Yeah. yeah, so the appropriate, appropriate. song. Mixed with the emotions. There wasn't a reveal. If you count Coco sleeves. The sleeves.
0: the the, the, Her point to her mouth as well when she was lip syncing every
1: single word to Paula. I mean, how did she do that? I don't know. know. Because even... I mean, let's be honest. Paula Abdul probably couldn't even sing that live that fast. Why are you coming for Paula? I don't know. I (laughs) just get really... I mean, we're... I mean, the stakes are high, so I'm just excited. I think that was a <laughs> glorious lip sing. It was toe-to-toe. The adrenaline was there. And who was it? Jinx Monsoon, when she was saying, I don't know what she said in the back, but she was like, both queens are, like, going to the death.
0: Yeah, they're, like, laying out on the stage. They're not holding back, basically. Do you know what? I know but this is not, like a like, a discussion about who should have won. But I still think Alyssa won that lip sync, personally. Because Coco took it.
1: I, I love Alyssa. I think she's one of my standout queens. I can never get enough of Alyssa on my TV screen. But I do think Coco, as soon as she put that finger to her mouth and she was like, I'm staring very dead in the eye, singing every note as if she was Paula Abdul herself, she kind of won it. And those sleeves, girl, it's done.
0: Well, I will admit here, right, I am a sucker for the flips, right? So when Alyssa jumped into the air and landed perfectly into the splits, I was mind blown. I was blown away. I mean, if that was a double chanté, if there ever was one, but season five already had a double chanté with Roxy and Alyssa, so they couldn't do it again. But what a lip sync. Also, talking about stakes here, I think it's important to note that all stakes aren't just about rivalries, right? In All Stars 4, we had Naomi versus Monet exchange. Do you remember this one, To Come Rain or Come Shine? Weird weird lip sync song. Like before, if I heard that was gonna be a lip sync song, I would've been like, nah, but I think it was quirky and weird enough to make it amazing. I think when we're talking about stakes, well, we've got to acknowledge that Naomi hadn't won a challenge at that point. So this is like All Stars rules, right? So it was like the stakes were high for Naomi to win and then boot Manila Luzon out of the competition. So that's kind of like where stakes are
1: as well. I mean, I think definitely all stars with the lipsticks. And also just in terms of in the recent seasons, when there's a cash tip to be won. And also season 13, the first episode where it was like, who's going to go to the pork chop lounge? Mm. I think when there is that element of like, oh, like, you need to win it to get ahead. I think it makes the queens step their pussy up. So on to the
0: final step, and I'm not sure if this is a step that everyone will agree with, but this is just my personal opinion, and Uma, I know you share the same sentiments, so let's just dive on in. So I think, personally, the lip syncs, in order to make it to iconic status in the Drag Race fandom, they have to be one-on-one. Do you agree?
1: I agree with you, honey. We made this list together, and we've got to this point together. So we're in cahoots with this coin. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like it has to be one-on-one. Because like you said before, when it's two queens on a stage together, we barely get to see both queens at the same time as it is. We always miss half of the drama or the, or the actual performance. So when you add more queens onto the stage, like the live finals where it's four or three queens doing it together, or even that Jennifer Lopez waiting for tonight, mess on the stage of all six queens just flailing and going crazy. I just think it just gets a bit chaotic. And I Mm. mean, no one really comes out doing the best because they've got less room to wiggle.
0: Yeah. Like when it is three on the stage, I mean, usually it is, you know, deciding who RuPaul wants to be the winner, you know, the top three stage. So like, you know, Bianca versus Ador versus Corny, Violet versus Pearl versus Ginger. And although all of those queens are fantastic performers, It feels like they don't get to showcase that on the stage. Main reason, because they are in their best drag, so they probably can't do any stunts. And also because, at that point, they are saying in a confessional, like, oh, it would mean so much to me to win this because of this, and we just don't get to see it play out overall. So I think I stand by that point. There's been no, there's no lists, right? There's been no top 20 Drag Race Iconic Lip Syncs lists that have more than two queens in them. And there's a reason for that.
1: And I agree. Right, well, we're going to take a pause
0: right there, Ruma, because we're going to go to our ad break. And after this, we are going to present our top five lip syncs ever. Stay tuned. Did you know that Gay Times Plus members get more from the world of Gay Times? <gasps> I did
1: not. Tell me more.
0: They enjoy the full uncensored episodes of Snatched.
1: <gasps> I mean, us
0: uncensored sounds like trouble, but let's go. We're adding more benefits all the time, and the memberships are available anywhere in the world and we love an international hunt. So make sure you sign up and join our growing community of LGBTQ plus people just like you. Learn more and sign up at GayTimesPlus.com. That's GayTimesPlus.com. Click, click. So without further ado, we present our top five lip syncs ever. Before we go into this, I just want to say, it was hard, okay, picking out top five. And we know how rabid the Drag Race fans can get with these listicles. So please don't, Come for us, okay? We do this with love, okay? And we did have a few arguments about this. So just know that. Just
1: take comfort the fact that we did fall out, okay? So, Uma, do you want to take the fifth one away? At number five, it's Jinx versus Detox with... I can't even say this word. It's Malambo number one.
0: Yeah, so it was the... <laughs>
1: wow, 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 oh,
0: This lip sync, oh, This is just one of those iconic lip syncs because sometimes it has to do with the storyline as well as to why lip sync can be great so all all season jinx was separate from Alaska talks which consisted of roxy andrews alaska and detox and she was kind of the odd one out it was kind of like they were doing like a a bullies versus the bully yeah
1: it was kind of like jinx is coming to the prom or just snatching The prom queen crown off of like the mean girl moment. It was just really well done. And I think the way everyone underestimated Jinx, it was her first time probably in the lip sync spot. It was. And her coming out on top and giving comedy, but also just giving something that was captivating and unexpected. I think she won that hands down. And Detox, unfortunately, by that point had already done the jaw moving yeah. thing so it was like detox we're so sorry but sashay away
0: it just felt so great from a viewer standpoint because in untucked it was jinx and lasco on their own and detox and roxy on their own and roxy was saying to detox like you better knock jinx out of the competition and obviously jinx knocked her out of the competition so it was kind of like a yes 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 yes, yes moment i mean i love detox i don't think she's bully at all but from like a storyline perspective it was like great for us to see that
1: so who's that number four, honey?
0: Number four, we have, and we've spoken about this at large, throughout this, throughout this podcast, and it is Dida Ritz versus the Princess Two. This will be by Natalie Cole. Perfection. <laughs> high drag, and it's high finest.
1: drag.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think we've already said as much as we want to say about this one, right? It was flawless, gorgeous. I think out of every single lip sync and drag race history, it was one of the most one-sided. Like, I don't remember anything the princess did, but Dida, oof.
1: And it was the most, I think, uplifting. And Natalie Cole was, I mean, while she was alive, um, rest in peace. Rest in peace. It was great that she was on the panel to actually see her song being performed in that way. So it was just a nice, beautiful moment.
0: Beautiful. And honestly, I think out of every single Drag Race lip sync, it was the most joyous. <laughs> if it was ranked on Joy Alone, it would be number one.
1: Pure joy.
0: Pure joy. So, at number three, we have Shea Kule versus Sasha Velourj. So emotional. So emotional. I mean, I, I don't even think we need to justify this being in a top five. It just changed the game, like we said. Because throughout Drag Race history, it was kind of assumed that if you have the most maxi challenge wins, you are going to go on to win the crown, right? And at this point in the competition, uh, Shay had four, Sasha had two. But Sasha's wins were both joint with Shay. So it felt like Sasha wasn't gonna go on to conquer. Before Shay, the only other queen who had won four challenges was Sharon Needles. So the fact that she kicked her out the competition with this stunt, I mean, did you see the audience
1: reaction? All I remember is Aja doing that spin yeah. around when she was just looking at the crowd and screaming. That's all I remember. I mean, that was all of us. We were just like, ah! I can't <laughs> even look at what is going on (laughs) because we've been blinded by drag drag artistry and gaggery at its finest like how are we ever gonna go back to normal civilization after this moment I don't know (laughs) exactly
0: and this is the lip sync that I've shown to all my friends who didn't watch Drag Race and it got them into Drag Race so that says a lot about the power of it right
1: Sasha is the converter and then at number two it's Brooklyn Heights versus Evie Oddly with Sorry Not Sorry. I mean. (laughs) I mean. I mean. I I mean. Going back to our listicle or step-by-step recipe guide on how to bake the perfect (laughs) lipstick. It was the song. It was the stunts. I mean, we had a reveal with the hair, with the hair, Evie did a flip and then her, hair ca-
0: her wig came off and it revealed another wig. See, that's what I'm saying.
1: And then also in that split second, RuPaul was ready to give the daggers, but then had to rewind the daggers because he saw the second wing wig underneath. Yeah, we had yeah. emotion, which... I mean, Demi Lovato is always giving me emotion. Oh yeah, We had yeah. stakes. Yeah, And... It was a one-to-one lip sync. So I think they did that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was it was Cirque du Soleil on that stage, right? I mean, you've got Miss Bendy over here with e- Miss Evie Oddly pulling every stunt out of the woodworks. And you've got Miss Brooklyn Heights, ballet dancer, Canadian, <laughs> doing all her stunts doing all stunts over there. It was just a perfect, it was just a perfect mixture. You can't, you can't create that magic. It just happens.
1: It was phenomenal. And now talking about it... I think there's only one other lip sync that hmm. could possibly... Yeah. What could it be? Override it. it? Be? Ooh. Ooh. I, I mean, I don't think this comes as much of a shock to you. I don't think so. No, yeah. And
0: Just spit it out. Alyssa Edwards versus Tatiana to shut up and drive. Oh, okay. At number one. Number one, <laughs> number one. I mean, when they marched down that runway in matching bodysuits... The look of fire in their eyes. You knew some shit was about to go down on that main stage. You knew. Again, this is Ooh. where the stakes come in, right? Because they were both, like, hoping to earn their place back into the competition.
1: It, honestly, like, Tatiana never looked more gorgeous in that moment with the blonde oh. hair. And then it was, like, when that song goes into go, 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 whatever, and them spinning like crazy, oh. I just... I mean, words don't do it justice, so why are we even trying to? It was literally... I I mean... Gagged.
0: Alyssa pulled out every single thing she had in her repertoire on that lip sync. So the fact that Tatiana managed to stay on the same wavelength as her, you know, keep up with her, is just... It's such a triumphant lip sync. It is... The pinnacle.
1: It is the one. Yeah, and I think we got that lovely meme of Carlson of that zoom in shaking <laughs> reaction where he's like, "Oh yeah. my god!" And also, yeah. what was lovely to see about that lip sync was when RuPaul did the gag of like, "Tatiana, you're also safe, whatever." Tatiana's face was so like lit up. Well, no, he called her name first. He called her oh, name did first. Did they? First. Yeah, because
0: that's why it was like Tatiana looked so shocked because <gasps> uh, he called okay. her. and then Alyssa. Yeah.
1: Oh, it was just so good. It was fab. Yeah. I'm so happy at yep. us. A, breaking down what makes a fabulous lip sync. Who are we? Right. We're geniuses. And also... Yeah, we don't dance. We don't lip
2: sync. <laughs> we, <sing. laughs> we can't dance.
1: Can you do a split? Oh, God. The audacity, the gold, the gumption. <laughs> I think we've nailed it with those five lip syncs, and I'm happy. Put that in... <laughs> The Louvre? The Louvre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or just put it in, I don't know, the census.
0: So it's time to speak with our special guest star, Tatiana, who has memorably competed in a few of Drag Race's most jaw-dropping lip syncs, particularly Shut Up and Drive, which takes our top spot. She also shares her tips and tricks for a perfect lip sync. Tatiana, thank you for speaking with me today. Ah, oh, Thanks for having me. Oh, no, thank you. Honestly, thank you so much. It's an absolute pleasure. So. We have to talk lip syncs, right? So we ranked Sharp and Drive as the all-time best drag race lip sync, which doesn't come as much of a surprise, right?
2: I mean, I love it. There are some that I think are really great too, but uh, I know that everyone really enjoys what me and Alyssa did, so it's great. I
0: mean, why do you think it has cemented its place as one of the the most iconic performances
2: ever? I think that you can tell that me and Alyssa are extremely focused. We are giving it our all. I also think the way that, (laughs) like, our costumes were almost matching and the song choice was really great. And there were so many moments that we were both doing, I guess, similar moves at the same time which I found really cool watching back because I really wasn't in the moment paying attention to what she was doing so much. But yeah, I think all of that came together to be a really cool visual for everyone. Yeah.
0: I mean, take me back to that moment then and how you felt before you stomped onto that stage in matching
2: outfits and slayed it. Like, what was going through your head? I mean, I was super excited that I was going to be able to possibly get back in the competition. So I really wanted to try to focus on what I was going to do and, you know, get myself into a good mindset. And I was a little bit nervous because, you know, I'm going up against, you know, Alyssa, the dancing queen. But I was really ready and I was really excited to do it. So all positive feelings going into it. And you two were doing, like you said, kind of similar moves, but also very different. Like Alyssa
0: was doing her usual, you know, kicks and splits, but then you pulled out some other tricks as well. You know, your drop to the floor, the hair going all over the place. Like...
2: Honestly, it was like gay heaven,
0: right? <laughs> How did you feel when RuPaul uh, called your name?
2: I mean, I was shocked. I, I don't know. I In those situations, I always prepare for the worst, but hope for the best. And so when she called my name first, I was like, oh my God, I did it. <laughs> I was extremely like, <laughs> uh, was, I was shocked, but I was really, really happy. And I swear every single facial expression you pulled
0: on the stage at that time has become a meme at some point.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of my main stage facial expressions have definitely been made into many gifts. So that's always cool. <laughs> uh, this is honestly the clip
0: that I show heterosexuals when I try to convert them to drag race and the art form of drag in general. And so far it has a 100% success rate.
2: <laughs> you know, I've heard that a lot. Like I'll get messages or I'll be doing cameos and like, I'll be doing a cameo for someone's like dad. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. His favorite (laughs) lip sync is shut up and drive. I showed it to him. and Then he watched the whole season. So I think that that's like a great, you know, entry point for those who are not already into drag race. I think that's a great uh, thing to show them to get them interested.
0: (laughs) God, the power of Alyssa, Tatiana and Rihanna on the straights. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So is, would you say Shut Up and Drive is your favorite lip sync that you've participated in on the show?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, on season two, a lot of the songs were like mid-tempo disco jams. So, (laughs) which really wasn't my jam per se. So I didn't really feel like I got to, I don't know, I guess like perform the way that I typically would, something a little bit more contemporary. So being able to do Shut Up and Drive, which is a song that I, you know, performed before, that was really cool. Yeah. And then what was the other one I did? Uh, Taylor's uh, Shake It Off. Shake It Off was a fun one too. Uh, but I didn't win that one. So yes, the one with me and Alyssa is definitely my favorite.
0: <laughs> Personally, I love the one to He's the Greatest Dancer. I feel like that one's quite underrated because you look like
2: you were having a lot of fun on the stage. Oh, I was going with it. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it was like You know, you got to turn it on when you got to turn it on. So it worked in yeah. the end, I
0: guess. Uh, In your opinion, what makes a great lip sync?
2: I think first and foremost that both participants are giving it their all. They're not holding anything Mm. back. And even if they're serving energy in two different ways, as long as they're doing it to the max, that always makes a really good lip sync. Because it could be a ballad. And if they're both giving it their all and emoting everything that they have, it's still a great lip sync. You know, I think it's always. Not so great when they hold back a little bit or you can tell they're nervous or they're like, head's not in the game.
0: Besides Shut Up and Drive, what other lip sync do you think is on the same level and why?
2: I always really liked Brooklyn Heights and
0: Evie Oddly. (laughs) Yeah, we put that in our number two spot.
2: (laughs) There you go. Okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) I loved watching them. I think when I was watching that episode, I was like live tweeting it. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that they're like number one now. <laughs> like, it was just so great. <laughs> and like, it was tricks on top of tricks, but they were staying in the moment and giving emotion. And it was all of the good things.
0: Oh, so good. I mean, those two for me are just unbeatable. Like, oh, oh God. Oh, I get like hot and sweaty
2: thinking about them <laughs> because it
0: literally is like the gay Olympics, isn't it? Those two lipsticks. Oh,
2: yeah. It's a lot of, a lot of a lot going on. <laughs> you were so winded afterwards, but they never show. But like, after those lip syncs, they cut, you know, and like the PAs will bring you some water. I know, I'm, I think I, my ass sat down. I was like, I'm going to need to have a breather. <laughs> we can get a sip of water, have a moment, and then, you know, they do the judging. So everyone gets to breathe after they've done all that work on stage.
1: Well, thank you, Tatiana, for those <laughs> insightful tips. I feel like I'm going to apply it. I'm going to add it to our already factual <laughs> diagnosis of what makes a lip sync. And you never know, you might see me on the drag race stage. UK season three. Are you going to kick Veronica Green out of the competition? Oh, <laughs> I mean, give me till season four. I think four is my lucky number. Oh, okay. (laughs) right. Well, to hear the
0: full unedited interview where Tatiana discusses her evolution since All Stars 2, whether a lip sync smackdown can be iconic with more than two contestants, and how sweaty we are as people, that last bit, very important, sign up to Gay Times Plus now. Join us next week for another deep dive into an iconic piece of Drag Race history, where we will once again be joined by another legendary contestant. Uma, say... Adduce. Aduce. <laughs> Snatched is a Gay Times original podcast. Subscribe and listen to more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you're following At Gay Times on all major social media platforms for the latest LGBTQ news, culture, and entertainment. Loved this episode of Snatched? Be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Finally, make sure you check out Gay Times Plus, our membership platform for everyone in our community. And remember, you can find more information at GayTimesPlus.com.